Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for our preview for the Italian Grand Prix this weekend. A very exciting one. The, one of the fastest tracks on the circuit. A lot of history there as well. Of course, the passionate Italian Ferrari fans there. As well as the precipice of history. As Max Verstappen could be the first and only person in the history of Formula 1 to win 10 races in a row. That's what's on the line here this weekend. We'll get into all that and more as we go through this preview. But first, we're going to have a look at the news of the week. Firstly, uh, it was Felipe Drogovic, who was the latest rookie to have a go in the practice sessions. He had a go in FP1, uh, taking Lance Stroll's place in the Aston Martin. Did a good job there, didn't crash the car, didn't come last. Great job from Drogovic this morning. Uh, but the bigger news of the week is surrounding the Mercedes team. And they have re-signed the contracts of both Lewis Hamilton and George Russell to stay with the team until the end of 2025. Now, of course, Lewis Hamilton's contract has been something of big speculation this year. The rumours of him going to Ferrari have been around for a few months. And there was all the talk of why is this contract taking so long and all this kind of stuff. But the news is finally out there. Lewis Hamilton has signed with Mercedes for another two seasons, which is, I think, what most of us expected. So he has the chance to leave the team if the um, new engine regulations 2026, if they're not looking too good, he has the chance to jump off the ship before it sinks, or he can go on to have another extension. I wouldn't be surprised this isn't the last contract that Lewis Hamilton signed. What was more uh, surprising was that they have signed Russell as well. Russell, whose contract wasn't ending this year, they've signed him as well for another two years. Um, what's very interesting about this is that Mercedes will have both driver contracts run out at the same time, which normally isn't something that teams like to do. Because, you know, what if Lewis decides to retire at the end, and then if it's not looking good for Mercedes, what if Russell goes away too? Then they have a position where they have to get two new drivers for the 2026 season, which could put them in a difficult position. I imagine they'll be all right and Russell will sign on again, and probably Hamilton will. I wouldn't be surprised if this team, this team pairing here lasts in Mercedes for a very long time to come. But yeah, good news if you're a fan of Mercedes, both drivers staying there. Uh, other news surrounds some special liveries that are going out this weekend. Firstly, the one of Ferrari. So if you're watching on the video feed here, you can see it on your screen now. It's kind of a tribute to the Le Mans car that won Le Mans earlier this year with that kind of yellow dash down the fin there. It looks pretty good. I always quite like when Ferrari had a bit of yellow. I think it needs a bit more white, personally. I think the red and white, for me, is always more Ferrari. But there you go. That is the Ferrari Monza livery. The second special livery of the weekend is for Alfa Romeo. This is their third special livery in a row now, and I think this is the best one they've done. I really like this one. The Italian flag draped along the engine cover here. The strikes of gold. I really like the gold wheel rims as well. They look really nice. It's a shame we won't see this on TV because Alfa Romeo never gets shown. But, you know, on this photo, it looks good. I'm happy with that there. Also talking about uh, cars and news, more big news this week came from Formula 2 as they unveiled their new car for next season. You can see it on screen there. The current Formula 2 car has been in use since 2018. This is a big step up here. It looks a lot more like the modern Formula 1 cars. 
Apparently the aero here will help massively with overtaking. Not that F2 really needs uh, that because that doesn't seem to be a problem. There's some great racing in F2 at the moment. Apparently uh, power steering is a lot more helpful. So um, they're looking out that side. The big talking factor is this huge rear wing, which I am not a huge fan of. I don't think it looks great, but I imagine after a few races I'll barely even notice it on LDSP back to normal. But yeah, there you go. The future of F2 is there. This will be what they'll this is the car they'll all be driving next year. Great stuff. What else is there in the news? Let's stay with F2 because uh Pepe Marty, who is currently oh that's not F2, is it? That's F3. Pepe Marty is an F3 driver. Uh, he's one of Fernando Alonso's guys. He's in Alonso's agency, and he has joined the Red Bull Junior team. Pepe Marty, a driver who's really impressed me this year. I've really liked him. He's been great to watch. Um, he's currently challenging to go for P2 in the F2 Championship. But yeah, F3 Championship, sorry. will probably be in F2 next year. But yeah, great guy to join the Red Bull Juniors. Goes against the story we heard a few months ago of Red Bull trying to make a kind of a, a cull in their junior team because they had too many guys. They've signed another one. So I'll have to wait and see over the winter break. Do they let go of some of their F2 guys that they've got at the minute? Uh, I imagine that they will. Uh, but yeah, Marty is a good signing for them there. Very good. But the bigger F3 news is that we have a new F3 champion in the form of Gabriel Bortoletto. Has won the championship in qualifying today from the pit lane. Uh, all that had to happen was that if Marty or Paul Aaron did not get pole, he would be champion, and they didn't get pole, and he was champion. Uh, it was a bit dodgy, though. His teammate crashed in qualifying. This brought out the red flag. There was 10 minutes to go, and I didn't restart the session. It was very disappointing to not see a proper qualifying for F3, but there you go. Uh, Gabriel Bortoletto, well-deserved championship there. He's pretty much dominated the championship all the way. I'm surprised it went to the final race, if I'm honest with you. But there you go. Formula 3 champion, I imagine we'll be seeing him in Formula 2 next year. Um, what else have we got? Oh, final bit of news from this week. Mattia Binotto has been spotted at the Italian GP. He's around the paddock at the minute, uh, along with the rumours that he'll be joining the Alpine team as team principal. He's been spotted at the paddock, being followed by Netflix. So I wouldn't be surprised if at some point this weekend it is officially announced that he'll be taking over the reins at the Alpine team. Right, that's enough of the news. Let's go to Upgrade Corner. And um, Upgrade Corner is a bit tough this week because I don't think anyone's brought any real upgrades. Looking at the documents that they've put out, everyone has said that they have a lot of upgrades, but really what it is is either circuit-specific stuff or just new rear wings that I guess they're low downforce rear wings. So I'm going to say no upgrades this week for any teams, really. There's a lot of different rear wings. But what we do have is a lot of special helmets, everyone. Yes, here we go. So let me share my screen again. Uh, this is one of my favourite ones. This comes from Valtteri Bottas, who for me has had the best special helmets of the year so far. And this is kind of throwback to his one from testing, when it was his own face. But this one is kind of like a classic Formula 1 driver with the leather helmet and the goggles across his new helmet there. That one is very nice. Uh, both Ferrari lads have got special helmets this weekend. This is the one of Carl Sainz. Now, I like this one a lot. Uh, I'm very simple in the fact that if you put a white circle with a big number in it, you'll get a thumbs up from me. So this one for Carlos looks really good. I like it a lot. The lines at the top here. This is uh, 
uh, Charles Leclerc's helmet here, gone for the yellow variant. On the top, it says one dream, one team to put to bed the rumours that he desperately wants to leave Ferrari. Joe has got a special helmet as well. Kind of looks like his normal helmet, but in the uh, green, red and white of the Italian flag. Yuki has brought out a special helmet as well. Here's his one, uh, which is also kind of like his helmet, but the leaves have changed colours to the green and the red of uh, the flag as well. And Max Verstappen has brought out a helmet, but I'm not sure if this is a special helmet or if this is his helmet for the rest of the year. So it's kind of a throwback for him to his earlier helmets from uh, kind of more like the karting days of his career with the... It's not too dissimilar from what he already had, but some of the lines have changed and he's put new things in there. I don't think this is a special helmet. I think this is just what he will have for the remainder of the season when he doesn't have a special helmet. But there you go. There you go. That is Special Helmet Street for this week. Uh, let's have a look now at some of the practice sessions. So, Red Bull, as always, looking strong. But I think their closest competitors this weekend are actually Ferrari, which will very much please the Italian fans. The interesting thing is it's looking like in the practice sessions, Carlos Sainz is the stronger of the two Ferraris at the minute. He topped practice two. He was second in practice one, just 0.046 behind Max Verstappen. Sergio Perez is looking there or thereabouts as well. Uh, he did have a crash in FP2, but apart from that, he's looked pretty strong. McLaren are looking interesting, because in FP1, where were they? They were seventh for Lando Norris, and for Oscar Piastri, it was 11th place. But then in FP2, they were basically there or thereabouts again throughout the entire session. Then towards the end, they put out some very fast times. So it was P2 for Lando and P4 for Oscar in FP2. So they haven't been consistently fast, but they have been able to put in some good laps. So they're ones to watch there as well. Uh, in terms of the Williams team, they're also ones to watch. They had a lot of hype coming into the weekend due to their uh, natural sp straight line speed. They're still looking good. Uh, in FP1, it was a, a 12th place for Logan Sargent, 10th for Alex Albon. And then for FP2, I've just clicked the wrong button. FP2, it was 7th place for Albon. And where was Sargent? He was in 16th. Now, I do think that uh, Williams aren't showing all they've got at this point. I think there is more speed to come there. Um, I would say at the minute, Red Bull... Are probably still the favourites, but Ferrari not far off as it stands, which brings me into my predictions. And there's one prediction I'm going to carry over from last weekend because I got one of my predictions right last weekend and one of them wrong. I said that there will be two, there'll be sorry, there'll be three different teams on the podium last weekend, and there was. And I said that Williams would get their most points that they had all year, and they didn't. So I'm carrying that one over. I think this is the weekend. I'm hoping Sargent can finally get some points on the board. I'm thinking that um, Albon can get. A good position as well. I'm thinking about how uh, in the Dutch Grand Prix he was able to qualify at fourth, which was incredible. And then kind of the rain at the start just messed up that grid entirely, so we didn't really get to see what he could do from there. I think if he gets a good qualifying position here, he can ride on top of that and get some good points. And in terms of my second prediction, I'm just going to go out and say Ferrari are the second fastest team. So I still think Red Bull will be top, but I don't think Ferrari will be too far behind. In terms of can Max make it 10 in a row, I think he's going to do it. I think the person, if anyone, who can stop him will be Charles Leclerc or Carlos Sainz. Because Carlos is looking good this weekend. 
lots going into this weekend. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think qualifying is going to be a mess because qualifying for F3 was a mess. Qualifying for F2 was a mess. I think qualifying for F1 is going to be a mess. So look forward to that. But the race itself should all be good. So uh, make sure you subscribe because we'll be covering all of it this weekend. I will see you there. Uh, so until then, have a great weekend and goodbye.